Well, hello there, friends. This is Dave, and it is a cold and rainy Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. And uh, today for Life's a Trip podcast, we're doing something a little bit different. Figured life's a trip, right? It's a journey. And a fun way that we could capture an aspect of that reality would be to take a trip. So I just jumped in my car, and I'm driving over to pick up Chase, my co-host, <clears throat> and we are going to drive up to Marshall, which is where my tattoo studio is, and uh, we're going to record along the way, along the trip, and once we arrive in Marshall, we're going to do matching tattoos, commemorating this wacky year that we are uh, nearing the end of. Now, I don't know if you've been listening the whole time or not throughout the year, but we began recording. Our first episode was on January 1st of this year, and we were all full of excitement for what was to come this year and so fired up for the roaring 20s and setting intentions for what was going to be a new decade. And uh, the year had much different plans, along with COVID and protests and all kinds of different things that kind of got thrown at us. I'm not exactly sure where this podcast is going to go, what we're going to talk about. Uh, some things that I would like to do is set some intentions, some some ways of being. Starting now, I don't need to wait for 2021 or January 1st. I think these are things that I can begin to embody now. And one of those was uh, to, to try to cultivate more of a sense of like excitement or... Um, playfulness in my life and thinking about how to do that on a day-to-day basis how to get up and and get excited about whatever that is awaiting me and so as I was thinking about that I was a little hesitant or anxious about how this podcast was going to go and even the tattoo and what's interesting is I wake up a lot of days and I feel kind of like not a sense of dread but less a, a, a general sense of anxiety and there's lots of factors that could feed into that. It could be diet. It could be how much sleep I'm getting. It could be what I'm putting into my, into my body. Um, there's a lot of things. But I think a lot of it has to do with mentality and shifting what I'm focusing on to things that are exciting or trying to find the excitement in um, what it is that I'm putting my energy into. And today, one of the things that I uh, landed on for something that would be exciting was this idea of recording on my way to pick up Chase, continuing to record throughout the drive up to Marshall, as well as during the tattoo, and then uh, returning home. So we'll see how it goes. I hope that you enjoy. It's going to be a little different than normal because uh, obviously some ambient sounds. Uh, but yeah, you, I guess you're along alongside for the journey. You get to join us on this little trip to get a tattoo. So yeah, uh, I'm on my way to Chase's. I'll be there in a couple minutes and uh, we'll pick up there. Thanks for listening. something I didn't mention is that he 
uh, he doesn't know that we're I'm, I'll be recording when he gets in the car. So you guys get an unfiltered version of Chase as he uh, as he hops into the car. So that'll be interesting, as uh, it usually is with him. Uh, so yeah, pulling into his driveway. Oh, this feels like a reality show right now. What's going on? Let's see how long it takes for him to come out. In the meantime. What to talk about while we wait for Chase. Yeah, I just messaged him, so it might be a second. It's been rainy and cold here in Asheville. And uh, I don't necessarily care for the rain and the cold, but I'm grateful to have space heaters in my house. There's a a leak that formed near my chimney, the, the chimney in the house that I live in, and um, it had been dribbling down the roof, and the roof was beginning to flake and fall onto our stairwell. It was like wrapped around the chimney, and uh, and they brought out some workers the other day, and um, one of the guys stepped through the roof and punched a hole in the ceiling, and that is still not fixed, so. Here's our boy. He's walking up looking all suave. He's got his pea coat on. He's munching on a banana or something. Hey, big dog. Hey, buddy. We're recording. Try, trying something else We're out We're recording today. right now? This is it, yeah, recording. That is exactly how it should be. I know, right? Yeah. Life, life's a trip. I brought wine and... <laughs> um, my leftover Olive Garden. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> You're eating a breadstick. I thought it was a and banana. <laughs> no, no, definitely a breadstick. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on. Yeah. Life's a, Life's a Trip podcast, episode whatever. Yeah. Um, there is so much hair on my jacket. I need a lint roller. I don't have one. I don't believe in those. Uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking this morning, it'd be kind of fun if we recorded along the way and seeing as we started this podcast, uh, in a car, in a car, uh, what better way than to, um, you know, kind of wrap up the year in the car and yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Cause it's like just the perfect amount of way to yeah. the tattoo shop. Well, I was thinking we could, we could talk for a little bit on here and then, uh, we'll cut and then we can pick back up while we're tattooing. So we, we can, we like do it in segments. Wow. People, you got something common now. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll have to kind of tie a thread throughout the whole thing uh, or weave a thread throughout the whole thing where it's like, you know, we're, we're not, it's not super disjointed. Oh. Put your seatbelt on, son. Jesus. Come on, Chase. This is, <laughs> we're, we're all about safety here. It is like on 30 degrees trip. and raining, so. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think it's freezing just yet. No. Highway is... Or go yeah. through to go through town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, yeah, so I, th- I was thinking we, we like weave a thread of conversation throughout, like you know, drop off a segment and pick up at the same place. Uh, yeah, so we just got to keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll do the drive, record maybe a segment at the at the shop in the little studio area, and then while we're tattooing, and then on the way home. How cool is that? How about that? I mean, we're different, bro. I yeah, you know what's what's cool is I, I thought uh, I thought a while back 
even before I started tattooing, I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to do like a podcast, like uh, all kind of around a tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. was the tattoo being maybe a, the central feature? Like that? That's that's what what's happening. That's the event. And then do a podcast around that and have that be the structure for podcasts. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's kind of talk about what we're doing for the tattoo then. All right. Yeah, because. Uh, and then we maybe jump into things that have been different since our last podcast. And um, but uh, yeah, so this tattoo, uh, me and Dave were both getting a tattoo. Yup. Um, Match my first matching tattoo. Oh, how cute! Do you have any? I do. What's your my, matching tattoo? The one on my side it stands for friendship. Oh, okay. I got it with my friend in sophomore year of high school. Oh, that wasn't yeah. even, wasn't even legal. No. Chase. No, but his uncle did it at his house, which is legit. Didn't tell it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, you know what? His uncle did my back tattoo. His dad, who was learning, did my side tattoo. Oh wow, that was uh probably the worst tattoo. Your uh, rib? Yeah, yeah. I've heard ribs are pretty awful. Yeah, certainly. Um, but yeah, this tattoo, uh, it's gonna be a little microphone uh, with like a uh, twenty twenty above it, uh, kind of a. What's the word? Commem- commiser- commemorization. Co- uh, yeah, com- commemoration. Yeah, sure. Homage. We'll yes, of the year 2020. Um, and of the course, year of the, our Lord 2020. They, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'll be like there's a little trail and mountains going up and a little dude at the bottom. Yeah. And um, kind of, what did you think about when you were when you're building that? Well, I mean, I, like we had talked about doing a little podcast microphone and then uh, thought about maybe throwing in like a 2020 type thing. So I, I got online and found a couple of images that uh, resonated and uh, popped that in my Photoshop program and put it together and then printed it out and drew over it again. And I wasn't super happy with the base. It was just a simple like circular podcast or uh, uh, microphone base. And... Uh, and I, I kind of slept on it and I woke up the next day and this idea just dropped in my head of like making the basin of some mountains with a trail coming out of the microphone cord. And uh, so that's what we'll do. And I think we're both doing it on ankles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Inside of my left ankle. Which yeah. Same. Yeah. Yep. We're going to have matching anklets. Oh, yes. damn. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking about it. It's uh, I was thinking about the shower today. You know, it's it's pretty visible compared to some tattoos, and so people are gonna see it, and they're like, "What's what's up with that?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's that's from when uh, me and my buddy Chase started a, a podcast in 2020, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that we were gonna it's like the beginning of like a new era, like it was gonna in be 2020? the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> Man, 20s. that first podcast, we went at it. It was called the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, yeah. One of and them. And who's to say? Uh, it sure the, was. The, the decade is just getting started, so yeah, and it, I mean, it, it appears to be with uh, news of the vaccine getting put out there. Um, perhaps we're uh, seeing the end of end of this wild period of fear and uh, worry and anxiety and and hurt and death. Um, I'd like to think so. I, I'd like to think we're going to be past that and now we're going to be on to all the conspiracies of how this vaccine is a microchipped this that or another um i saw a really really funny video the other day this 
I don't know if she was an English girl or what, but she definitely had some sort of accent. And it was um, about how we wouldn't be here right now without vaccines in the past. Okay. And the vaccines in the past were um, the entire reason we live the life that we live. Yeah, like and measles just, and... Yeah, and just because yeah. we have all this clickbait and social media and, you know, conspiracies that, you know, the government is officially trying to ruin us with this vaccine is really what the government has been doing since measles, since all these past mm, diseases. They've been and putting chips in us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and here we are. We're fine. Are we? So chip me up, bro. <laughs> um... But yeah, she said it in a really, really funny way. I'll have to okay. find a video and find yeah. a way to attach it to this link. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some wild conspiracies out there, and I, I, I'll admit, like, I'm, I'm not gonna rush to get the vaccine, uh, but I also don't take the flu vaccine, and um, I haven't been I sick either. in a long time, and I, and I understand the arguments, and I already had COVID, so uh, you know, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the vaccine for people that uh, feel like they need it, and. Um, and hope that that does the trick. Yeah. You know, if, if at some point the evidence points to me needing to take it uh, for the safety of everybody and myself, I'm open to it, but yeah. I'm, I'm not getting in line just yet. I, I'm not either. Um, I definitely think it's important that the people who need it more than us get it first. I yeah. mean, especially Which, that's the way it's rolling out. I too. think, yeah, I don't think we really have a choice. We don't I think really if have like, a choice. I don't think we could go and, and be like, hey, I'm get, I am I want it now. And they're like, okay, cool. You're going to have to wait until next year. Yeah. Thankfully, because if this was, you know, in the 1800s or something, it'd be like, white males, come on in. Maybe. And thankfully. Yeah, it I guess. Is, it is yeah, not probably. that. You know, yeah, um, I'm grateful that all these people are going to get it before us. <laughs> Yeah. You know, nursing homes, nurses. That'll be good. That'll be really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's the tattoo. That's yep. 2020. That's the vaccine. Hopefully we're getting get, getting moving in the right direction here. Rounding uh, a corner. Rounding a corner. As we round the corner to get onto the highway. Wow. Yeah, we how about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> On to uh, 26, yeah? Yep. Yeah. See, I know my way around here now. Right, yeah. Uh, ten months later. And a lot of MapQuest. Not MapQuest. <laughs> MapQuest. I wonder if anyone actually still uses MapQuest. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be some old people that print out directions. Right? I remember the first time I left my house, so it was my sophomore year in high school, I had uh, a... I don't know if I had a license yet. I had a, a driver's permit, so I could drive by myself. And I was going to go drive over to my, my first serious girlfriend's house, Allie Scott. Oh, shoot. And uh, she lived in Ypsilanti, which is like the town adjacent to Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah. And in order to get there, at least the fastest way to get there would be to take the highway. And I hadn't done any serious highway driving. And so uh, I talked with her, and she gave the phone to her dad, who gave my dad directions on how to get to the house. <laughs> and, and we ended up, uh, like... Uh, I don't know if we printed out directions or like my dad wrote it down on a napkin. I think he, I think he might have drawn a picture or he might have actually printed it out on MapQuest. But then I, I remember getting on the highway and driving, and I had to like, you know, change highways three times to get to her house. And so not only was I going to uh, meet this girl who I had a, a big crush on, but which was exciting in itself, and meeting her family, 
uh, but I was also getting on the highway for the first time and it felt so exciting and terrifying at the same time <laughs> on so many levels. Well, checks out. Yeah. So, um, switching gears a little bit, uh, since our last podcast, have you done anything um, significant, any special tattoos, any um, setbacks or opposites? Uh, yeah, I've continued tattooing. I've, I've managed to do, let's see, we recorded what, two weeks ago? Two, two or three weeks ago? Three weeks, I think. Yeah, I think I've, I've managed to stay pretty busy with tattoos. Last week, I only had one, which was the first time in a while that I hadn't been booked up. But even that, I was like pretty grateful for it just because I haven't had to deal with that this whole time. I've, I've managed to keep a pretty full schedule, which is like considering how new I am to this um, is impressive yes and it's a testament to how supportive all my friends are and uh, I guess also to the, the work that I'm doing that people have continued to be interested in getting work done so yeah uh, yeah the next couple weeks are gonna be a little bit quieter I think I've got five tattoos in the next week and then it drops off for the rest of the month I will see uh, you know I, I look forward to having a few days off for the Christmas around that time. Just kind of hang out with the housemates. Um, and I might have a couple people interested for the um, last week or so of December. Wrap yeah. up wrap up 2020 with a tattoo. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to fall back to Trader Joe's and know that I can go in and get hours there whenever I need it. That, that takes the pressure off for having to try to get people into the shop and tattoo them, tattooing, tattooing them at, on a weekly basis. It's like I, it, it gives me some ease because I know that I have, I'll be able to pay my bills. Yeah. So. Good yeah. Stuff, man. Good How about you? Stuff. Uh, well, I did officially close on the house. Yep. Um, Congratulations. I, thank you. You're thank a homeowner. You. I'm officially a homeowner. Um, although I do not live there yet. Yep. Um, because the people who sold it to me asked if they could stay in through the holidays. And I made the humbling decision, <laughs> very hard decision, to say, yeah, yeah, you guys can stay until January 5th. And now every day I'm like itching, right? Because I just want to go and move in and, and be, be in that space. But um, I'm grateful to give them, that, give them that opportunity. I'm also going to Ohio on Sunday um, to go spend Christmas with my family and I get to be there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Dang. which is awesome Yeah. considering I just had that long of a break like two weeks, three, four weeks ago well it's gotta be slow at work right? it is, it is not a lot of people buying well maybe there are I don't uh, know. no, not, I mean it's always the slowest season okay um, so it's one of those things, you know, they, they let people have off a little bit more during this time of year, which is nice, as long as you're doing your job and hitting your minimum, and yeah, yeah, so, uh, but other than that, I mean, working and, uh, planning, um, I bought another new car, uh, what? <laughs> you just bought a house and a new car? Well, it's not like a new car, so, I, I paid 1500 bucks for this little, um, Suzuki Samurai 4x4 tiny little off-road 
um, <laughs> thing so I can have it on the property. And so, oh, okay, like a little. And, gotcha. Yeah, it literally looks like four wheeler. You, know, you know what a side by side is? No. So it's it's like the bigger version of a four wheeler that two people can sit and drive in. It's like a golf cart kind of size. Yeah, like a yeah an upscale drivable four by four golf cart type. How thing. big is your property that you need to, to drive this? Okay, thing it's not that big. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> it's only one point three acres. Okay, so everyone laugh, but there's a couple extra reasons. Okay, I live on a hill, right, okay. and I'm going to be renovating the bottom of the hill where the creek is. Okay. And so I'll need to clear out a bunch of space, and this car has a little truck bed on it. All right. Um, so I'll be able to clear out space there. I'll be able to move up and down the hill without having to walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then outside of that, there's no trash service uh, out there because the mountain sticks a little bit. You're going to be producing a lot of trash. Well, when I as do. A, as a single guy, it's like really, yeah. Yeah, well, when I do, <laughs> instead of throwing trash in my Cadillac to take it to work, I'll throw it in the back of this thing every couple weeks and drive it up to my work into the dumpster. Okay. So, fifteen hundred bucks. It'll. I think it's it's paying for itself. Okay. <laughs> it's a cheap little car to you know. Yeah. 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 You're. That's that's cool that you're in a position that you're able to to uh, get something like that for yourself. You know, like that's that's good. Yeah, and I sold my Jeep. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been a tough decision, man. Well, the heat wasn't very good in it. So. <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't gonna drive that all a whole lot this winter. I it w- I wouldn't. <laughs> I, no. no I'm, I'm kind of a like I don't care too much about AC because I can deal windows down. Yeah. You know, summertime like I can deal with that. But if it's 30 degrees and the heat's not working, I'm not shivering and driving. Just, I, yeah, I've I, done that, dude. I remember uh, my my first car in high school that I bought. I got it for a grand. It was an old, it was an '84 BMW. I bought it from a friend's brother. This guy, this guy had painted blue flames on the front of it, uh, and it had oh red leather Lord. interior. You was, had a, car, a it was a you, five speed. You had a car with blue flames <laughs> yeah. and red interior. Yeah. Oh, I want to know that. It was a red, red leather, dude. It was sweet. And I, I think, bet it I was. Think it, man. it could pull. It was so fast. I got three speeding tickets in, in like the course of like a month and a half. Um, oh man! But the, uh, it it had a couple quirks. It didn't have a radio. Someone had ripped the radio out. Uh, so I drove in silence, or we you know blast some little mini speakers with our yes. C, our Walkman. Yes. Um, uh, the windshield wipers would only work if it was dry out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the heater, I, I don't. I don't remember if the heater didn't work or like you had to it was it was like a coin a coin flip on whether or not the heater would work and it would kick on during the summer and it like there's like a little switch that you'd have to like reach inside the, the button itself was broken and so you had to like reach inside and twist something it's a great car sounds like it man yeah it's a great yeah, car. i have a very similar story um last year at this time um i was living you know at in mark's basement Mm-hmm. Um, that Jeep that you saw I had back then, Jeep yeah. Cherokee, it was a little black Jeep Cherokee, uh, 2000, or maybe, a, I don't know, it was kind of old. Anyways, um, it had absolutely no heat. Yeah. Right, no no radio, mm-hmm. um, and I drove 30 minutes to work every day in northern Ohio. Dang. Right, like talk about like restarting where I was, like at that point, that, <laughs> yeah. that was an upgrade. 
just uh, yeah, so a little little contrast there for the listeners. Uh, Chase went from having a car with no no heat or radio to having three cars <laughs> and a house. <laughs> You're living in someone's basement, and uh, yeah, ten months later. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that it was it was horrible. I mean, I would have like four layers on, like two yeah. hats, two gloves. Like it's a shitty way to start the day. Yes, but being being that cold and like. Having a good attitude about anything, yeah, and yeah. then driving thirty minutes in it, Oof. yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty rough, um, but uh, but I mean that creates so much such a uh, uh, fertile soil for gratitude in your current life. It really does. Like jumping in your Cadillac with like heated seats, <laughs> heated steering wheel, <laughs> heated, heated steering wheel. Uh, listen to whatever you want to on uh, a fifteen. 15 minute <laughs> drive to work yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah a little bit of a different life now definitely grateful for it um, it'll be fun man I, a lot of lot of lot of plans coming yeah up. and maybe that's a, a good spot to uh, s- sign off for a minute and we can pick up with uh, some plans for 2021 Yes. Uh, when we get into the studio and get yes. set up. so uh, I also want to talk about one topic, and I'll throw it out there now so we have to talk about it. Okay. Um, so anyone listening now, after this little break, um, I, I do want to eventually get into uh, something I've wanted to talk about for a while, and it's unconditional forgiveness. Hmm. Uh, kind of just throwing in a topic of, of maybe not our lives, uh, but something that can you know help with uh, others and in a different way to think. You cool. down with that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Sweet. Sounds good. Now we can get some coffee somewhere. Yeah, we'll pick up some coffee, and uh, we'll pick up this conversation shortly once we're set up in uh, Chad's podcast studio in the tattoo shop. Woo-hoo. We got coffee in this wine and olive garden. Oh, See you yeah. then, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, now. Yeah, all of our levels are uh, good to go. Yeah, we got our guy on the computer. It's the flamingo, the singing flamingo. That's one of my favorite songs, man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that song was written about the uh, Virgin Islands, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a flamingo in a, in a Christmas suit holding a, like a margarita glass, so I can see how that could be like a tropical thing. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, we're so we're sitting in the uh, Chad's little podcast recording studio in one of the back rooms in the tattoo studio. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, my tattoo mentor uh, is a polymath. He's interested in many things, and one of those things is um, music and radio and recording. Uh, so he's been doing a, a radio show for years up here in Marshall, and. Uh, he often record, records out of the tattoo studio. It's a really cool little space. He's got hundreds and hundreds of records on the wall and tons of decorations from all over the place and really weird, kitschy little little collectibles all over the walls. He's got some chairs from Dolly, Parton, uh, Dolly Parton's home. Where are they really from? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's got a big model ship in the window and some cacti. All kinds of crazy shit. It's a fun place to be. And I, I recorded once here with him uh, right after I got certified as a, as a tattooer. But it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be doing it with you, my friend. 
this is exactly where I want to be tattooing with you right now, um, as maybe our last podcast of the year. Mm. You know, um, could be ever. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what'll happen? My lord, the world could end. Yeah, world could end. Uh, all kinds of things could happen. Mm-hmm. One of us could lose our voice. Uh, uh, yeah. Be a sign language podcast at that point. <laughs> it's probably a thing, right? I was looking It'd through. Be more like a video cast, right? <laughs> you yeah, can't be like probably. A, yeah. I mean, I guess a video cast could still be. Yeah. Um. I saw. I was flipping through. Uh, AB Tech has a little uh, catalog of all the classes that they have coming up that they mail to people. I was flipping through that the other day as I was eating breakfast because I don't know about you, but I. I. I feel like I, I always want. I have a c- compulsion to do something while I'm eating breakfast. As a kid, I would read Calvin and Hobbes books. Ah. Uh, and I think a lot of the, a lot of times I'll end up on my phone, but that distracts me from actually eating more so I don't know anyway so I was flipping through this catalog and they they had a beginner um, sign language class and I was like that'd be kind of cool to learn some sign language yeah I don't know how useful it would be necessarily I don't have a lot of opportunities to use it but it'd still be interesting to learn actually um, I think I told you the story I sold um, an RV to a deaf lady yes and uh, four of her friends that were all deaf Probably, probably one of the most challenging, and still is challenging because she ordered a whole five thousand dollars worth of add-ons to this thing. So okay. it, the constant communication of if things are done, is that another? And she has an interpreter calling and answering her questions for her, and it's a cool experience. But man, it is tough. Mm. Um, I learned a little bit of sign language, like "Hello, how are you?" and stuff like that, so that she would feel, you know, like I'm giving a service to her you know but yeah it's it's difficult man the, was was she uh purely sign with an interpreter or was she able to speak a little bit i know a lot of people that uh, so she was an american sign language professor like she taught it for years like retired mm-hmm. doing it um so she can kind of voice out a couple things but didn't do that the first two times not until she came and signed her paperwork did she like actually like talk make a sound make yeah hmm. And, uh, yeah, there was no, no interpreter with her Wow. E- either time. Uh, one of the girls at the front desk, um, she had just started. Her name's Alyssa, and she knows fluent sign language. So wow. she went, like, we do an orientation of, like, your new unit or whatever, and she went out with the service technician and signed to the people everything that he was saying on how the RV works. I hope she got a bonus. And, uh... That's, that's I, I gave her 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, and then she after that, she went into the finance office and signed the entire financing uh, catalog or what, menu that they that they provide. I mean, that's a... <laughs> yeah. If they don't recognize it, that's, yeah. a, that's something so special. She, um, the company paid her um, like double hours during that time. Okay. And then I gave her the $50 bill. Yeah. So she definitely made up and she also, you know, made herself look good. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Random, random little fun fact there. <laughs> um, pushing forward. Um, what, do we, what do we want to talk about right now, Dave? Uh, yeah. So uh, we were, right before we hit record, we were talking about the different segments of this uh, end of the year podcast. Um, and so, yeah, I started off with like a little introduction in my car as I jumped in to come get you. Uh, we recorded it as I was picking you up and drove for a little bit. 
I thought we'd speak for a, a few minutes here about a couple things, and then uh, we'll cut and go and record while tattooing, which I think would be kind of fun, as long as the machine's not uh, too loud over the uh, mic, and then uh, wrap up as we're driving home. So um, Yeah, you guys get five segments of us today <laughs> um, for our end-of-the-year podcast, um, 2020's a trip. Yeah. Um, maybe that's... Maybe that's the uh, the episode name. I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll but, workshop it. Um, yeah. We'll jump into uh, yeah, plans so for the next year? I think, that, I think that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Is, uh, is look at what we have in our sights for 2021. Um, and clearly, seeing how we started off this year with uh, <laughs> so much excitement for 2020 and how much differently that went. You got to take those plans with a grain of salt, but I think to to set some general intentions for things that we want to focus on. That's something I've been thinking about over the last few weeks. I've been doing a lot of journaling, uh, which I've done for years as journaling, but I haven't journaled. I've been journaling every day for the last like couple weeks, and um, just examining where I'm at and thinking about where I want to be in a year or over the, the course of the next year. So yeah, let's let's talk about what we'd like to do or or be or become or accomplish or experience in 2021 wow it's it's a lot it is a lot and like you said with the grain of salt right Mm -hmm. um you know obviously um now being a homeowner that there's a lot of stuff i have planned i actually have in the notes of my phone um the exact months of what I want to do to the house and additions and all of that stuff. Um, it's not super long, so I'll bring it up here. As far as what I want to do with uh, my new property, um, I'm building an outdoor fireplace um, on this concrete pad that I have out there. I want that done by the end of January, outdoor furniture early February, um, hot tub uh, in that area as well by my birthday, February 19th. Um, and then Within time after that, I do want to do an outdoor kitchen uh, at a privacy fence on the front end of it. Um, and then eventually I do want to spread out the property. I want to make it an Airbnb. So I think by mm. the end of 2021, I want it to look and feel and be an incredible experience for people to come uh, to the Asheville area. Um, so that includes um, a little one-bedroom container home, um, which can be done pretty cheap. Um, and then a yurt. Um, back in kind of like the wooded area of the property Um, and then adding like a a gazebo or pavilion over the outdoor entertainment area Uh, and then I want to be able to like clear the there's a road that goes down to like the creek but it's completely overgrown I want to clear that out and maybe add a camper down by the creek there um, and have that as like a livable space for me if I Airbnb and I'm still Mm. in town yeah Um, and then like complete the landscaping around the entire property to make it look like finished um so as far as my property goes for 2021 that's that's definitely on a very big um list for me but yeah. that's something i really want to do so that seems like a, a it's gonna take up a, a lot of your free time and and uh, it'll be a big focus of yours which is yeah. cool i mean that's a it's a super clear vision and considering your resources i don't i don't see why that you wouldn't be capable of doing all that stuff mm-hmm. which is really cool and we have 
so many friends that are electricians and construction guys and yeah. um, just men that can you know come out and that can come out and help and as far as visionaries and um, I think I'm in in the right place in time within this year to kind of build that build that up so by the end of 2021 I can uh, look to rent that out um, so as far as property goes um, that's that's my 2021 Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess that's segment one of me talking about <laughs> me. What's one one topic for you? Well, it's it's interesting, like hearing all these. Like you have very concrete material. Like these are things in the in the world that you want to work on. Whereas like the things that I've been thinking about a lot have been more about how I want to show up. Um, because I, I I guess I haven't spent a ton of time really considering how I want my tattoo practice to look different and like the, the aspects of what I want this to be different um, because it's gone so well. And I, I'm kind of trusting this organic process of it's slowly sure. going to build. Uh, so I think something that I would like to reach is just a uh, tattooing five days a week or, and having a, a solid two day weekend of free time and like allowing myself the space to like maybe do four days or having that flexibility mm -hmm. but uh, definitely paying all my bills via tattooing continuing to make more money and doing bigger pieces doing continually pushing my ability and 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 challenging myself to always uh, improve with every tattoo that I do which I think I already have been uh, I know that I already have been and continue that path so completely cutting out trader joe's at yeah, some I, point I, within 2021 i think yeah probably halfway through the year i, I think i might uh, cash out on my 401k which i'm not fully vested yet but that's still or, or or transfer over i don't know how 401ks work well if you do it before they the cutoff um you know they're not taking any penalty for 401ks right now also oh, you can get all of it you can get absolutely every last penny of your 401k really yes well, shit. <laughs> When's the, do you know when the cutoff is? I don't, but I'm sure it'll be something that'll be, you know, what's wide the, known. What's the motive? How, why COVID. Is, why are they doing that? COVID. Because people so, are struggling right now and so they want to like, be able to pull need, out their I money. I need to take my money now. Yeah. Normally okay. it's a very, very big amount. You but know? that's still, do you know if that still gets taxed? Oh, I'm sure. It's the U.S. government. And does that, ta do you know if that gets taxed in the front end when you take it out or is it something that they, you have to pay later? Uh, I would hope it's on the front end so that it's just done done with and you right. just you, you just get what you get. Yeah, you, you get yourself taxed out and you go for it. Um but um you probably have a much larger four oh one K than I do. I bounced around a lot, didn't have a four oh one K when I owned my own business. Yeah. Um, some some things that I like I I have been really hovering around for a while and I just haven't had a, a chunk of cash to do it with is like I really want to uh, begin uh, like an investment portfolio outside of my 401k like actually start to put money into something yeah um, learn more about that yeah so these are these are kind of loose goals and it's stuff that I need to workshop and continue to sure. focus on but three things that I've really spent some time thinking about wanting to do are um, n no complaining I found myself Mm. in my mind mm. complaining kind of casually about just being cold or, or something and like joking about stuff to people and like a kind of complaining like 
innocuous means which means like harmless yeah way uh and i recognize that that can be subtly toxic and it's a slippery slope when you're like you're finding humor in your misery which i think a lot of us do because it's something that we all, we can all relate to yeah things that make it's, us it's uncomfortable a way to make it feel better subconsciously yeah. yeah or it's like I'm, I'm complaining about not having enough money or being uncomfortable or being cold and or even like uh i i was training at jujitsu and i i banged my knee and so my knee got swollen up and so i was like kind of kind of bitching about how my knee but it was it was a weird like bitching kind of bragging like yeah i hurt my knee playing rugby but i was like i caught my or not playing rugby playing uh, doing jujitsu and i was like what what am i doing what am i how is this how is me talking about this swollen knee benefiting me yeah it's it's like telling people that i was doing this thing but it's it's focusing on something that's not necessarily helping me in any way that gives me something to talk about yeah uh, and then I, I, expanding that, I was I've been trying to pay attention to the times when I complain about stuff, and thinking about how it is that that thing, talking about things that I don't like serves me or anyone else. Yeah. And I realize that it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's not a. It doesn't benefit me. It doesn't benefit other people aside from maybe making other people feel comfortable because they can complain too but what kind of energy does that create in our dynamic absolutely because then all we're talking about is stuff that we don't like and so that that's a goal of mine is to rather than complaining uh focusing on playfulness and things that get me excited and i think that's uh, something that will kind of compound and and create new patterns in my own ways of communicating yeah and you know um you can remember the last I think it was the last podcast or, or no I don't think it was the last podcast but I, I went back and listened to some of our younger podcasts just to mm -hmm. kind of get um, some clarity of what we were speaking of before and I brought up a lady named Caroline Leaf mm -hmm. do you remember that mm -mm. Um, and so in one of the podcasts I brought up Caroline Leaf and she is a like not a super Christian, but very about her Christianity in a way that's different. And she's also like a neuro, a, she's a brain doctor pretty much, right? Um, and she has like when she when she talks, she has a, a remember this? It's a dead tree on one side, and a, a an alive tree on one side. And she uses scripture and and stuff like that to help her get through, you know, whatever she's talking about. But she's saying like every I think it's ten seconds, um, reanalyzing what you're thinking. Uh, so in, in this case for you, um, reanalyzing, like you hear yourself complain, right? Like, oh God, traffic sucks right now. What, I gotta get home. I gotta, blah, blah. as soon as you hear that, you have 10 seconds to get rid of it. Right. So that's a, that's a cool way to kind of think about that and how you can, and the way she uses it is, you know, do you want to be on the alive tree side or the dead tree side? And it's like, if you want to be on the dead tree side after that 10 seconds, if you're still complaining, you're, you're creating a bad environment for yourself. Like yeah. you're saying. Um, so yeah, give yourself like a 10 second rule. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I caught myself, uh, yesterday I was, I was working at Trader Joe's. It was my one day a week there and I was outside pushing carts in, uh, cause we, we bring all the carts in and we sanitize them and then we give people new clean carts as they go into the store. And, uh, someone, didn't actually push the cart all the way back. He like kind of went halfway and then like put it to the side, which is, which is fine. You know, I'm sure <laughs> I, 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 maybe he needs to really get somewhere. Or there's something right, for, right. for whatever reason he didn't bring it all the way back. But I, I, I was like, 
I heard myself in my mind get real snarky about it. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, yeah, you know what? You, leave you, the cart there, man. No, it's cool, man. I got it. You, you get, and, and I, and in my mind, I was like, oh, there, there it, there is. it is. There, there's there that little kind of like snarky complaining uh-huh. attitude, which is like yep. it can be very funny, and I know a lot of people like that's how they communicate. Yeah. And to me, uh, I, I know that I can do that, and I know that I can be very funny doing that. I like, I. I think that I'm funny doing that. People seem to laugh about it. But uh, there's a part of me that's like, oh, if, if I eliminate uh, that that like kind of snarky, sarcastic, um, complaining way of talking about stuff, am, am I going to have anything to talk about? <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is that? My mind is saying, what is like, that? I, if I eliminate this negative way of talking, I'm not going to have something to say <laughs> not gonna be funny if i don't talk about, yeah. about <laughs> shit that uh, other people did yeah in my version wrong yeah so uh i feel really good about that goal and it's something that i i know will immediately create benefit in my life because like it's gonna goal. it's gonna force me to become funny in ways that aren't negative yeah hopefully yeah or be engaging in ways that aren't negative yeah uh and hopefully that will empower other people that i communicate with to do the same I like that. Um, piggybacking off of that one is another thing that I've been thinking about, and I caught myself doing it, is when someone else is talking and they, they communicate something about their experience, I often feel the compulsion, and I think a lot of people do, of trying to relate it to something within my experience. And they're like, oh, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Like, oh, like, no, that doesn't make sense to me. And so they're talking about something, and then I bring it back to myself, which I think we do – so as to establish what feels like a level playing ground. So yes. like I, I hear what you're saying and I, I'm there with you. But I find sometimes when I do that, it ends up cutting off whatever they're trying to talk about. Yeah, I've done that a lot. Yeah, we, we all do. Yeah. And so instead of doing that and kind of looking to however that relates to my life, trying to look outward and get curious about more of that experience for that person because as long as i'm talking i'm not learning but if i can allow someone else the space to communicate more of what their what their experience is then it gives me an opportunity to to learn more about them and that is a huge one yeah so looking looking outward rather than trying to make the thing about me uh continuing to focus uh, on on opening up the floor for other people to communicate mm-hmm. I like that yeah so n- no complaining and looking outward and then another another one which I th- also think is good and this podcast has been really good for me and it's some one of the aspects of the tattoo that we're getting that I feel really good about is like the microphone and then the 2020 it feels like I'm, I'm really through this and through our friendship and just where I'm at in my life, I'm beginning to really find my voice. So recognizing when it's an appropriate time to let someone else communicate and then knowing when I'm in the presence of someone that's actually listening to me, I can, I can communicate something that's important to me Yeah. and finding a way to, to get that out because I've spent a lot of my life kind of giving the floor to other people to talk a lot and I don't want to dominate a conversation. I want to, I want to be heard. It feels really nice to have someone actually hear what you're saying. Yeah. I like that, you know, and um, I agree with 
all three of those. Um, which brings me to uh, wanting to say, uh, I almost don't like that my the first thing I said I want to do is something that is all um, things. Oh. You know, because there is obviously much more to what I want to do. Um, but it, it is kind of strange to feel like, oh, well, the first thing I talked about was what I'm going to do with my house. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. that's, it's something I'm extremely excited about. And yes, I just closed on it last it week be. and I should be, <laughs> and you know, I have a lot of plans, but, um, outside of all of these things, um, that I want, I definitely want to, um, just be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more mindful about myself and my body and um you know i've i've spent time at meditation retreats i've done i've done all these different things but i've i've fallen away a little bit from from that um self-care you mean self-care yeah really just um maybe even like eating better you know like i i got on this like meal delivery service thing that is pretty good food you know pretty decent food and it's like good for you and and i did that for the last few months um but it still didn't feel like I was doing the best for me that way. Um, also, I've gotten away from meditating and things like that. So uh, things I want to get back into in 2021 is a little bit more self-care, a little bit more, um, you know, meditating and a little bit more um, focusing on the inner uh, more so than the outer. Mm. Um, and I think that, it, you know, the more you focus on the inner, the more you can get in the outer if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think one of the one of the things I feel like I have really been good at is when things go really wrong or when I don't have uh, things, I turn to the inside and I tell myself that not only that I can do it, that but I can persevere. Mm-hmm. And by turning to the inside and really focusing um, on, on who I am as a person and what I can do, I then become that person and, and can do that. So um, I'm in a good place right now, um, but you can always go higher. So I want to be able to not look at the things that I have, but um, feel the gratitude within to be able to, to grow more. Mm-hmm. That's something really huge I want to oh, yeah. develop in 2021. Uh, something, too, for, for those of you listening and, and for us as well as um, I hear so many people and myself included and we're even talking about it right now setting our, our sights to the next year and starting off on a good place but that doesn't <laughs> you don't have to work for January 1st like, I mean th- I encourage you yes you do like to, today or tomorrow to carve out some space for that that yeah. mindfulness practice and like just sit down and take some time to just like meditate you know or whatever it is that you want to do. Like I, I when I go home tonight, I want to exercise. That's my that's my fourth thing. So no complaining. Look outward. Uh, I guess the third would be like be more confident in communicating. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is daily movement. Like I know how good I feel when I move. <laughs> one of the uh, I was saying earlier when I was waiting for you Even to jump in the car. when you don't want to, right? Yeah, especially yeah. when I don't want yeah. to. When I finally Most get up and do it. Most importantly, when you don't want to. Yeah. Um, I was saying right before you got in the car that our roof has been leaking, and they sent some guys over, and one of the dudes, like, stepped through the roof and punched a hole in the ceiling. No way. So that, all right, so this house is, like, it's old and it's cold, 
and I'm grateful for the space heaters that we have in the in our rooms. Right? This house is absolutely beautiful. It's a, Mountain house. Yeah. It's huge. It's it's, a, it's pretty much a mansion. It's, it's like a, five it's bedrooms. Home. Like it's it's so yeah, we cool. got it all done up. We got a Christmas yeah. tree and I put up lights and like yeah, yeah it, it's it so looks really nice. But just to throw that out there, <laughs> the cold has been a motivation for me to move because mm. if I get up and have my coffee and walk the dogs and then I. Uh, you know, do 100 push-ups and some other exercise or whatever it is. My body, my body temperature gets up, and then I feel better. I got my endorphins going, and I can go about my day. But man, those days when I don't get moving, then I'm then I'm I'm still cold. Mm-hmm. Then I get in that complaining med- uh, mindset. I'm like moving slow. I'm lethargic, and less motivated to do anything else. But like that movement, man, it's like it's so good for me. Yeah. And uh, building those patterns of like even just a little bit of movement every day. Um, really makes it even like I had a conversation with my buddy Travis who was on the podcast uh, mm-hmm. earlier this year and he's been on this uh, I think he's up to doing two 250 push-ups a day yeah I see his Instagram yeah he's killing it yeah yeah and he uh, yeah we were talking about it uh, he had a bachelor party a couple months back and we were talking about it that night and I was like yeah you know what you like the, that physical discipline I get it, like I and I've experienced it in my life of just how good it feels to do something every day like that, and so I've been pretty consistent of doing 100 push-ups a day. There's a couple of days here and there when I miss it, or I have to go down to just doing them on my knees or whatever. But it makes a difference, man. It feels really good to have some form of discipline. Yeah. So speaking of, I think probably something I haven't even said that said yet that I think is by far. The thing I need to do the absolute most for the rest of my life, which I absolutely have been horrible at. You can ask my mom when I was five years old. Waking up? Waking up, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. There is, like, I just don't, dude. Like, yeah. I'll set an alarm for 7 o'clock. Snooze 7.30. Snooze 8 o'clock. Is your phone next to your snooze bed? Snooze 8.15. Yes, my phone is next to my bed. You got to get it up. You got to get out of bed. To turn I've it off done too. that before. You know what happened? You move it back to the bed. <laughs> I you bring it, it back up. to the bed with me. Like, and there's been, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, you need to get a dog. I, well, now that I'm about to live by myself, I might. A dog, actually, a dog is motivation because you got to get up and let it yeah, out. Yeah, and now I'm close enough to work too that I could drive home, let it out, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, that I think that's one of the biggest pieces for my my regularity in my life and like yeah. the, the consistency with which I wake up because I ha- I my dog needs to go out. And I guess some dogs aren't as motivated to go out, but my dog lets me know when he needs to piss. Yeah. And he, yeah, he won't, he'll come click clack next to my bed and he'll stand and he just looks at me. He'll just stand and like st- stare at it. I can sense his little face next to my face. Like, all right, I'll let you out. I, I understand your bladder is resting right now. Yeah. Um, I did have a, a, a small, um, a, uh, a stint of time that um, I ran. Like, I did a Tony Robbins convention in L.A., right? And yeah. I came back from that. And the next, like, probably two months, I woke up at 5.45 in the morning. <laughs> I lived downtown Austin. And I uh, ran five to seven miles every morning. Yeah. Like, I had my playlist. I was I was going. Like, You're on fire. And, yeah, right? And it's not necessarily sustainable, though. It, it wasn't. Um, and at that time, I was, I was coaching, so I didn't ever work until, like, 3... 3 p.m. at the earliest yeah right like normally it'd be like 4 or 5 p.m. you know and then you work till 9 or 10 mm-hmm. um and so i would do that i you know 
make breakfast, make something really cool, and then I'd, I'd come home, I'd take a nap, wake up, do some really, you know, a lot of emails, and, and it was, those two months I felt great, you know, but you, like you said, it wasn't sustainable, so I think it, it's in me to do something, right. but I think that was a little bit much. Yeah. Uh, so waking up, wake up, people, wake <laughs> up, and please, if you have any suggestions on how to wake up, I need it. Yeah, that's a that's that's one I don't struggle with, so uh, hmm, I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell people aside from you know like put your phone across the room and and just build that habit of like just getting up. But I guess like so many people, it sounds like get out of bed and they're so groggy that that the bed just pulls them back in. They like oh yeah yeah no oh, my bed. Oh one one thing that does help me is uh, uh, drinking a, a cup of water. Because then I, I got to get up and I have to pee. So needing to pee is motivation too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I feel that. You can't you can't sleep when you need to piss bad enough. Yeah. You, you know you know what I would tell people? Um, just get up. <laughs> <laughs> just get up. It's like stopping smoking cigarettes. When I stopped smoking cigarettes, I didn't vape when I stopped smoking cigarettes. Like That wasn't really a thing when I stopped smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I just stopped. So when people would ask me, like, well, how do you stop smoking cigarettes? Stop. Don't put it in your mouth. Don't light up a lighter. Just don't do it. And it's like waking up. Just get up. Right? Like, it, it just it doesn't work for me yet. So, um, Which I'm, I'm sure some people who are right now are like, well, waking up doesn't work for him. Quitting cigarettes doesn't work for me. Cause it's a, I know for a lot of people it's a, it's a patterned response. Like they... Mm-hmm. They'll find themselves outside with a cigarette in their mouth, lighting it before they even know that they've gone through the, the pattern of behaviors, yeah. you know? Yeah. And Which, you know, I'm sure we all have things like that, whether it be with smoking cigarettes or um, cracking a beer or uh, flipping on our phone or, or looking up porn. Like, people people have patterns where they it's like it's an unconscious behavior. Right. And... Uh, it's like no, com- it's like the complaining thing. It's so I think just bringing even a, um, even a a one percent increase in awareness the that pattern when you recognize when you do recognize that it's happening, acknowledge it and build on that. But yeah, we're all working on it. We're all <laughs> it's all it's coming together. It certainly is. You know what else is about to come together? This tattoo. This tattoo, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a good place to uh, peel away for uh, our next segment. So in a second, we're gonna move across the hallway into my tattoo studio. His tattoo. My tattoo studio. studio. Get the needles all set up and the machine ready to go. And uh, yeah, we'll pick up in a few minutes as we're beginning the tattoo. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? As far as getting the tattoo. Yeah. I I don't I don't care. Okay. <laughs> cool. We can rock, paper, scissors, and flip a coin. Let's do it right now. Right now. All right, so winner winner goes first. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. I knew I, bro. I knew I beat you. Okay. But does that mean I go first? Yeah. Okay. All right, so Chase Chase won, which means that he is going to get uh, an ankle bone tattoo. Ankle bone tattoo, yeah. <laughs> it's going to um, hurt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Good thing I don't have much hair down there. I don't shave much. Yeah, we are going to have to shave it, though. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. We'll pick up in a minute. Whoop, whoop. Hang in there. Oh, 
sound happy holidays happy holidays you're gonna try it with the buzz buzz good call yeah because it's the whole point oh that should be fine yeah i think yeah oh yeah tattoo episode end of the year we used to make fun of my grandpa because he would they sang that in church Okay. He's got a kind of a deeper voice, and he would always be like, "Happy holidays, <laughs> happy holidays," and he'd be singing with, you know, yeah. like totally with. What's it, his so. name? His name is Jim, but he goes by Papa. Papa, last name Fowler. Purcell. Purcell. Mom's dad. Got it. James Aloysius Purcell. Aloysius, dude. Isn't that dope? That's a crazy name. It sounds like a pimp. I wanted that name. Like I wanted that to be. Like my middle name or something. My my um, mom couldn't convince. You can always change your name, dude. I know. I I thought about it. Uh, a lot of people in the, in the yoga industry do it. Yeah, they do. A lot of Kosti. people in Asheville in general <laughs> yeah. change their names, which is fine. Yeah. More power to them. All right, so here we are. Uh, we oh, are we're going. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> we've been <laughs> going for a minute. We've been going for one minute. Whole minute. And uh, I talked about my grandpa's name and how cool Aloysius is. So this is part, uh, I guess, the fourth portion of this podcast, and um, we are now in my tattoo studio. We've already successfully tattooed Chase's uh, podcast tattoo. We touched up an ohm tattoo that a friend had stick and poked, and we uh, we made a little cross behind his neck a little bit bigger and bolder. Yeah. Just, just like three your Christ consciousness. Yes. That, so it's a little bit bigger and bolder. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the whole point of, of the, the cross tattoo on the neck, um, under ear tattoo, is to kind of symbol for Christ consciousness. It's one of my favorite things. How often do you explain that to people? Or need to explain that to people? Uh, well, you know, at work, um, a lot of the older people see it. And I don't necessarily go into um, Christ consciousness because then they're going to, you know, it, it would elaborate you know so they they just see it and there's you know oh christian oh i love that oh i love that you know and then it's like okay i built rapport we don't have to go over more yeah you know uh but when you know friends or anybody else sees it that you know i feel like i can talk to um i explain uh how christ consciousness has uh, been a thing for me you want to describe what it is to you what that means to you um you know, to me, it's it's not about Christianity. Um, it's it's not about um, you know how to feel uh, about Christianity. Uh, it, it's you know the words of Christ, uh, the things that he said, uh, the things that he believed, uh, more so than what has been taken out of context through books and in churches throughout the days, but. Um, just about him and his words uh, it's not about you know the resurrecting of Jesus it's not about the values of Christianity it's it's to me it's just simply about um, the values of what he said and what he meant with what he said and I think it, it carries a lot of power even today oh. I mean as Rob Cathers once said our friend Rob Cathers once said Jesus had a beard, 
and he was the man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying because I don't have a beard? Yeah, I mean, have you ever have, have, have you ever rocked a beard? I mean, you've seen me the furthest I would get. Um, Getting hot. But... Tattooing yourself makes you warm. Wow. Yeah, by the way, I, I am tattooing, tattooing myself at the moment. He is. It's pretty impressive. You know what would be cool? Is super hot. Catch a video, and then we can post that as a, a, like, so it ends up on the episode. Ah. And so people get the video of, like, me tattooing myself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'll like make a, a selfie video. And then when someone want, listens to the episode, maybe, if they do it. If anyone listens. If anybody listens. It's okay if no one's hearing us. Uh, Birkenstocks has been listening. Yeah, I, I, she's, we love you, Burks. Thanks for listening, Caitlin. I'll see you in a couple days for a tattoo. Man, I, I love that girl. You know, I oh, didn't meet her for the longest time. She's the best, dude. And then uh, when I finally met her, she was like, I'm Kate Birkenstock. And I was like, You're Birkenstock? You? It's you? Oh, man, we were we were over the moon. She's like, yes, it's me. It was the whole thing. Yeah. Forever remember that day. Um, what am I doing? But um, but yeah, we can take a take a video here. I wonder if you want to, man. I'm not trying to pressure you. Just think it'd be kind of cool. I I think it's okay. Think you can handle it. All right, and video rolling. This is part of the podcast. We are hey. actually rolling right now. Check out the tattoos I got today. Boom, and then boom, and boom. Now let's check out Dave over here. How we doing, Dave? Oh, it's going in pretty nicely. Uh, as you can see, I'm just starting on the mountains down there at the very bottom. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, back to the episode. Five minutes, 40 seconds in of ep- uh, the fourth segment. It's crazy. Let's rock. All right, well, there's your video for everyone listening. Go back, watch that, um, and see us actually doing the thing. Um, so, yeah, I want to kind of kick this off a little bit. So, um, I talked about earlier um, in the second segment of today's episode that I wanted to talk about unconditional forgiveness. And, and you know, as I was getting my tattoo earlier, um, I was thinking um, that's something that's gonna important forgive, to me. How are you going to forgive me for messing up your tattoo all of them <laughs> um but uh it, kind of what that meant to me and how it's actually like been a staple of of you know me for the last couple of years uh so i gave dave a challenge um to think of something for himself something that has either meant something to him or something that he lives by uh anything within that realm of thoughts and um we don't know what that is yet and you didn't tell me um, so we can jump in with uh, unconditional forgiveness first, and then we'll jump over to you. Perfect. Um, let's kind of start with you on this, uh, if you don't mind. I mean, obviously, I have I have my plenty of thoughts on it, but what uh what does it mean to you? Unconditional forgiveness. Yeah, is perhaps one of the hardest things that a person can do. It, it truly means just you know letting go. releasing yourself mostly releasing yourself but um, and releasing another person 
from some type of hurt or wrong that you perceive that they've done to you at some point in your life, whether it be a lover or a, a family member, a friend, coworker, just releasing that little ball of fire that is anger and resentment and frustration towards another and moving forward with just a feeling of like compassion towards somebody regardless of whatever it is that they did to you just like really it's 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 uh it's freeing yourself from continuing to perpetuate this feeling of like hate or anger yeah yeah i mean the the term itself is is what it is right i mean you forgive unconditionally uh it's very easy to kind of know what it means right but i guess how it uh, portrays in someone's life or how someone uses that term to um you know make a difference in what they're doing um for me i think i um found that term uh about two years ago and um i've been using it uh in daily practice uh within myself uh for my own thoughts and for friends and coworkers and people who maybe I was not fond of or had judgments towards. Um, you know, for example, unconditional forgiveness of myself. Um, say you have a thought that you don't like, um, a thought that you know might be destructive. Um, to immediately forgive yourself for having that thought that it's not all of you that made that thought. You know, or I guess it is all of you that made that thought, but it, it's okay. It's okay to uh, forgive yourself for having, you know, some sort of negative thought towards something. And once you can unconditionally forgive yourself for, for things that you're doing within yourself, um, you can come to terms with it and you can move on immediately. And I think that that all around is the most important part is moving on immediately. Um, and that might be another way to kind of think about that. Uh, just moving on immediately. And you can do so by unconditionally forgiving the situation. Uh, there's been people I've come into contact with that you know might not like me or might say certain things towards me, but uh, when I remember that it's you know it's not them, but maybe a part of me that hasn't you know healed yet, that I can forgive them for what they say or once again forgive myself for feeling a sort of way. So that's really really important to me that throughout every day to forgive mm-hmm mm-hmm is uncomfortable currently Are you currently uncomfortable yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting uh, cross-legged which I, I don't normally sit cross-legged for very long and I'm tattooing myself so I'm, sta I'm stabbing myself intentionally and uh, it's yeah it's uncomfortable but the good news is that I already did this tattoo once, so uh, it's definitely going to be better than the first one. See, I, I don't think that that's true. Um, I think you're going to mess up yours way worse than mine, um, just because you like me better than you like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of I, course, I unconditional forgive forgiveness. I forgive you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, as you should.
Yeah, man. Well, so what's the difference? What, what do you think the difference between unconditional forgiveness and, and conditional forgiveness is? Well, I guess conditional forgiveness is there's conditions, right? You're forgiving somebody for something, maybe, and not for all of it. So unconditional forgiveness is just like a release from all. Things. Yeah. Because no matter what. Well, we got a, we got a power outage Uh-oh. of uh, Dave's needle. There we go. Got it. And we're back. We're back. Whew. We're back. Whew. Man, you don't want your power power to go out halfway through a tattoo. That's... No, God no. I would just ruin this entire podcast. Well, um, not your not your your tattoo would be fine. Oh, my tattoo is fine. Yeah, literally fine. Um, but yeah, what what would you what would you say the difference is between those two? Between uh, conditional forgiveness and unconditional forgiveness. Yeah, I mean, I guess saying like, if this person acknowledges what they did to me and and they mm. apologize to me, then that's when I I can like move on. Which I've I've experienced that like I hold an anger or a grudge towards someone until they acknowledge that they did something wrong, but you know until. I bring up in a conversation like, hey, I feel wrong by something you did or like I bring it to the table. Uh, they might not even be aware of this thing. So until I, I address it and we deal with it because I addressed it, um, they, they might not even be aware of it. And so I'm just frustrated about that situation without having actually brought it to the table and uh, and so I'm, I'm holding on to an anger where someone might not even be aware of what's going on. And they, they, or maybe they sense that there's some type of tension or, or um, some type of energy between us, but without actually communicating what I'm going through and what I'm feeling, I'm setting an unreasonable expectation for them to know what's going on in my head and somehow ex- and fix it without actually just asking for what it is that I need. Wow. Anyone wants to just put that little finger on on the bar and just rewind the last like minute and a half of Dave talking? That was I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I know a lot of times like I could have a, an entire narrative going in my mind about what's going on between me and a person, and my perception of their behaviors is uh, seen through that lens, but until I actually sit down with them and communicate what's going on with me, like, and when I do, then maybe, maybe we're on totally different pages and they're like, dude, I had no idea that was happening or I'm so sorry, like, I didn't mean to uh, behave in that way, like, I had no idea that that was affecting you as much as it was, you know, until I communicate that and we sit down and have that powwow I'm creating my own suffering by not taking the step forward and communicating. Correct. Um, but and, I guess and the other person might not even realize it, so they're just going about their day. Right. And I guess you know, even a step further with unconditional forgiveness is before you even have that conversation with that person, forgiving yourself for even feeling of thoughts of anything. Right. Like no matter how that conversation goes, you will be okay with it. Right, because someone can hate you for the rest of your life, but you forgive them for hating you. I mean, is there a situation in which you don't need to necessarily forgive someone? I mean, there's some there's some pretty terrible shit that people do. 
some really hurtful things and like well that's that's the big that's the big conversation around it i think um i think you can forgive somebody but never talk to them again i think you can forgive somebody um and and not necessarily want to be around them or converse with them mm-hmm. um there was a uh there was something that happened um it had to be just a couple years ago uh there was a church uh, the guy, the white supremacist guy, I believe he mm. was, he went and shot up a church. Yeah. Um, somewhere in the south. And um, the family came out on the news and said that they forgave him. On like, and as truthfully I, as I they possibly that. could, yeah. yeah. And it was a big news story. Like, how do you forgive somebody that just killed your family? Right. You know. Um, he was maybe that person whoever it is at this point um that you're having trouble to forgive had something seriously going wrong with them you know like in their head or uh something that that happened in their past that you will never understand ever but being able to forgive them i think is is absolutely huge and i mean not forgiving somebody is still going to hold some sort of grudge or some sort of hatred with inside of you which i don't think is necessary yeah, you're not you're not solving any problems by holding on to it. It's not helping you in any way. And like maybe, uh, they say that um, I think there's a maybe a Buddhist saying that um, holding on to anger towards someone is like drinking poison and hoping that it'll hurt them. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But man, it's it's hard. It's hard to you know when someone's done something to hurt you or hurt someone that you love. It's like. It is really hard to reframe it and look at whatever happened in a way that, you know, you have compassion for that person that did the hurt and say, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in their life, but like, I can move past it because ultimately it doesn't benefit me to focus on that. It's not, if I, if I wake up every day wishing I could get back at the guy that hurt hurt me or hurt my family, you're not, you're not, I don't know, revenge, revenge is a strange thing. And I've never, I've been fortunate enough not to be in a position where I feel like I've needed to enact revenge on someone. Like, I, I don't know how I would respond to someone killing my dog or or stealing from my parents or raping my sister you know I don't I don't know how I'd respond to that and it's easy to sit here in this tattoo studio as I'm stabbing myself and say that we can practice un- unconditional forgiveness but everything's easier said than done absolutely but I think knowing right knowing that that you can or that I think that you can always say that you can practice it. Um, it sometimes will be much harder, and I think it will take a lot longer for heavier situations, you know, but definitely something that, to me, um, like I said, unconditional forgiveness within myself of things that I do to myself or have done in the past um, or situations outside of me. Um, I personally will always think that that is one of the most important things that I have ever done to help change and help me to be the way that I am today. Do you feel like sharing something that you've had to work on, something you've had to forgive yourself for? 
Um, I mean, relationships, um, I think, uh, were a big deal for me. Um, you know, getting over relationships with parents and siblings and things like that. Um, I want to get super deep into it today. Um, but definitely um, working, working through situations within my family. I still have trouble with it with certain certain members of my family, um, but for the most part, um, I think I do okay. When I look back at it, or when I think of those people in my head, you know that I feel uh, forgiveness for them and for myself. But um, now, I mean, something that's super important for Mr. Dave Kavnar, something that is. You've been thinking of for the last hour. What do you think your your thing is, bud? All right. So, a principle or idea that I found to be incredibly useful, and not just this year, but uh, over the last several years in my life, is the the idea of putting putting pen to paper or pencil to paper. Something that I've I've struggled with as an artist. A lot is getting caught in my head in the planning stages like I have this big idea of something that I want to write or something I want to draw or something that I want to do and uh, you can think and think and think about it but until you just sit down and put that pen to paper and begin to do something and allow yourself to just start the physical process and get out of your head and into the physical reality no matter how small it's, that set is. yeah you, that's like the very first start the very first step is just pen to paper and once once i do that i found that like the path becomes clear mm -hmm. in whatever it is i'm drawing like i, I have a, a loose idea in my mind of whatever it is that i'm trying to work on but until i just put the pen to paper and allow myself to begin seeing how it comes to life it's stuck in my mind and I think that can be applied to anything I think it can be a workout you know until you put pen to paper in the world of like an exercise like all you have to do is uh, begin putting on your your shorts or, or just get out and step outside for a walk like take take the very first step towards doing something Wash the first dish. Yeah, because we all hate washing dishes, but we all know that once you it's start not, not washing true. dishes... I love washing dishes. Okay, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> one in a million. Well, I mean, that was my first job in high school. I loved washing dishes. I washed yeah. so many dishes. Well, peaceful for me and many others. <laughs> um, I don't like washing dishes, but once you start washing that first dish, it becomes a flow, you know? Yeah, you might you as well finish. It. Yeah, right? Why well, wash one fourth, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean that I, I love the way that you put it, putting pencil to paper. Um, there's many ways that that can be said, right? One one step at a time, right? Mm -hmm. um, but look at it. If you're in a dark tunnel, physically, not mentally, um, and you know that there might be a way out, are you going to stay in the same place? Are you going to stay in that dark tunnel? You're, no, you're going to go towards something, eventually find light, hopefully, right? They said it great in um, the classic new movie, the, the new the new classic. The classic new movie? The new, the new classic, Frozen 2. Oh, the new um, classic, okay, got it. We're 
Fantastic. I don't know if you've seen Frozen I 2 yet. I love Frozen. You've seen the new one? Yes, but Frozen is better than Frozen 2. Disagree. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> but there's a there's a theme in that movie of um, when you don't know what to do, just do the next right thing. Mm. When she's like lost in the cave and she doesn't, you know, all of her friends, she's, she doesn't know where all of her friends are and Olaf has just turned into a pile of snow. She's like lost, right? And she's not sure how to move forward. And the, the theme is just to, when you're not sure, just do the next right thing. And so, what's the next right thing? What it, it depends on what the situation is. It depends on what you're, what, what you got going on. It could be holding the door open for the next person that walks in. Yeah, it could be just getting up and getting moving. It could take a shower, turn it cold. Whew. Cold showers, yeah. So yeah, pen, pen to paper. Put the pen to paper. And then I think uh, that ties in well with the the, con- the, the forgiveness piece because like, I think a lot of us, especially nowadays with social media, we tend to uh, be really hard on ourselves and not really give ourselves the opportunity to be anything less than perfect. And when we start something new, uh, it's easy to get caught in that and, and be, we quit before we even begin because we were stressed out about whatever it is, whatever endeavor we want it to be, to be like really good. And, and who doesn't want their undertaking to, to do well? Who doesn't want their, their drawing or their painting to look nice or the thing that they're working on to, to come out well? Like that's, that's what we strive for as humans, but you got to give yourself a little bit of leeway and be a little easy on yourself and just like treat yourself like a kid. Like, just remember that it's, it's okay for things not to be perfect. And that's how you start. Just get going. Give it a shot. Try it out. Yep. And when it goes wrong, forgive. Right? I think that, that you're right to how good these things both tie into each other. Because one thing that, um, if we circle back all the way to like the law of attraction, right? One of the, one of the biggest things is... Um, dream for something right push forward for what you want like make a vision board get all these things that you want and you want them to come true like get get all these things in action in your head or on paper and push forward towards those things now those exact things might not come true and more than likely will not come true but a version of them the correct version for maybe what's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. will come true so that you know if you're looking forward to getting you know a raise but you end up losing your job and getting a better one, right? Maybe forgiving yourself for losing your job, but allowing yourself to push forward and then you end up in that new job, that's what was supposed to happen the whole time. Yeah. So by staying in a good state of mind throughout all of that, I think is is mixed into what we both said. Agreed. Boom. There you go, people. Life might be a trip, but you always get but back up. you always get back up. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That's big. Well, I just made a mistake. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dude. I'm tattooing myself. How could I? I'm not going to make a, make a mistake, Chase. That's not what I do. I really hope you make a mistake now. I mean, the thing is, like... I really don't. I forgive myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is, like, even in this, like, with tattooing, like, I, I do make little little mistakes like a line isn't 
exactly like the design. Sure. But I, I don't freak out. I'm like, oh, God, I need to go get Chad. Like, I, I'm moving slow enough that when I make a missed line or something, I can adjust and, and make another line bolder or something. That it, it, there's, there's a threshold for fucking up that, you know, it doesn't have to be. Perfection is the enemy of something. It's <laughs> something good. It's I don't powerful. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the code is, but yeah, d- like don't don't get paralyzed by the need to be perfect. Like that's that, that doesn't serve you or anyone because then you never get started. Oh man. Or you or you get started and then you make what you perceive to be a uh, like a insurmountable mistake, but really it's just like a little a little thing that you messed up a little bit. And sometimes when I'm creating artwork. When, when I do something that wasn't like wasn't necessarily intentional, sometimes that turns out to be the, the, my favorite part of the thing. Like I've, I've found whole new ways of drawing because of ways that I've quote unquote messed up uh, that I like the aesthetic way more in. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, being excited when something messes up is another thing I think that I have, um, I love, I, I honestly do like, if I wake up in the morning and like trip and like kick kick something or like I completely mess something up or I forget my you know lunch I packed and was really excited about or whatever the case may be, I immediately like in a snap of a finger smile and I'm like ha yes that happened which means next thing's gonna be good. Hmm. Whether the next thing is good or not. Being able to say that bad thing is going to create a good thing is never a bad thing. True. It, it, yeah. it cannot be a bad thing to think that because a bad thing happened, a good thing is coming. Mm-hmm. Because ideally, we all know if you have a positive energy towards something, a positive result will happen. And I think that if you can see every mistake as something that is 100% towards your growth, you're on the right track. Yeah. And that's just my like, that's mindset, right? Like that's mm-hmm. absolutely. That's perception of uh, reality. It's like when when you begin looking at things as like uh, how how is this benefiting me? How is this serving me? And when things don't work out, then like all right, uh, maybe this is a lesson. Maybe maybe when when you can reframe it enough, like when things don't work out, you're like okay, cool. Like that didn't work out. That means that there's something way better. Like that, oh, that, yes. that, that house that I really wanted to buy didn't work out. All right, well, that sucks because that was a cool house, but that means that the next thing is going to be like that much cooler. Like, And with that mentality, like just keep moving forward, forward progression, onward and upward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's one of the reasons why you and I have had both relatively successful years yes because we we've had our head up but i also can't speak for everyone else i can only speak my own experience because that's all i have and like i'm sure a lot of other people have many more obstacles that they've dealt with so yeah absolutely um but man when you get out of your presumed hole you can run you know Mm -hmm. love it makes me love life a little bit more you know 
knowing that you can you can forgive situations or you can stay positive through negatives. Even if you're just practicing that, it makes you feel better about every day. I mean, that, you know, think about the fact that we are, I, I hope, nearing uh, a serious corner with this year and coronavirus. And, like, there, there is hopefully light at the end of the tunnel for um, things returning to some, some level of normalcy. And to think that we all have made it through this incredibly challenging year and survived and found ways to, to make it work and pivoted and been resilient and been flexible enough to figure it out and survive this long. Like, we, we made it. And there's some times early on in the year, like, where I think... Remember how bad I freaked out? <laughs> Damn, I literally work. listened to that podcast <laughs> just the other day, oh, just man. to hear what we were saying. I honestly, it was weird because um, I don't normally sound how I sounded that day. I kind of sounded a little egotistical, a little loud, a little uh, abrupt during that podcast. Is kind of what I noticed. Hmm. But what else I noticed while listening to that is the way that I was communicating about the situation to you, about you, and about everything that was going on was probably the exact thing that I needed to do to help you get through where you were going. I was like, man, fuck it, dude. It don't matter. We got it. We're going to move out to... We're going to go move out in the woods. Oh, is there going to be a zombie apocalypse? Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, That was truthfully me saying all that, yes, but I think the way that I was saying it was, it was weird to go back and listen to it. Hmm. Um... And while we're on the topic, before I forget about this, um, that was in the beginning of the pandemic, mm -hmm. right? Things just getting crazy. Yeah. Um, I forgive myself for saying this, uh, but we were, I brought up that South Korea was doing drive-through uh, testing, mm -hmm. and we both laughed about how South Korea was having people line up in cars and get tested for coronavirus and how there's people in hazmat suits like doing all this testing and this that and another and we were legitimately laughing at it Damn. and then probably less than a month or just over a month later there were drive-through testing everywhere in america Damn. that was when i was like wow we had no idea the grasp of things yeah the the scope of how hard this was going to hit us yeah yeah i mean i i heard on the radio the other day that i think we are close to surpassing the amount of uh deaths per day of 9-11 uh we already yeah real close to that if we haven't already I think we already it. yeah we passed that but then um we've almost surpassed the number of deaths in world war ii wow which was however many years five years six-year mm -hmm. war in a year yeah i think as of today I, or as of last night it was three hundred and two thousand deaths in the United States, uh, but I don't know worldwide numbers right now. Seventy-five. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, hey uh, computer guy, can we get you to look that up, please? <laughs> I really wish we had a computer guy. <laughs> you know, like those those major podcasts, they just have people in the background. Chase, did you notice how much less uh, complaining I've made uh, from tattooing than you did when I tattooed you? <laughs> I 
Maybe it's because I'm I'm controlling when I stab myself. I'm sorry. Did you did you say something? <laughs> You're just gonna pretend like I didn't say it. One point cool. six four million deaths. Worldwide. Worldwide. Wow, over seventy three million cases. Chad's listening to Duncan Trussell right now. <laughs> That's great. He is listening to Duncan Trussell. We're in a tattoo shop. You're tattooing yourself. You just tattooed me while your tattoo mentor is listening to a podcast in the other room. Checks out. Crazy, uh, crazy world we live in. Ooh. Well, I think, uh, I think we should wrap it up here and yeah. do like a final little segment on the drive home. I think that'd be great. Yeah, if so, you finally finish your tattoo, he takes so long to do his own tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Love you, Dave. Love you too, buddy. If anyone's still listening at this point, we love you more. And uh, maybe we'll have some kind of special offer for you uh, if you listen to the, the last little bit. Yep, Dave's giving out free tattoos. Free tattoos, that's it. Yep, and... Uh, on Chase's dollar. Chase is starting a fund mm. to uh, support people that can't afford tattoos. So, this, uh, listen to uh, part five for uh, more details on Chase's uh, tattoo sponsorship fund. It's kind of take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Round five. Round five. Here Fighters enter. Yeah, we're done. That's it. We're uh, that's it, man. What a, what a trip that was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Wow, Dave. Yeah, beginning to end. we uh, I, I picked you up. We drove to Marshall. We tattooed you and me Yeah. while recording. Yeah, and now we're back in the car, headed back to Asheville to drop me off where you picked me up. Right, yeah, a full, full circle. You know what that's called? A trip. A trip. Yeah, that's yeah. a trip. Yeah. What a, what a better way uh, to end out this year. Um, not only starting and ending in a car. Yep. You know, but first uh, episode was in a car. Yeah. Um, this is uh, it's been one hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, we can talk about all the things we already talked about. But I mean, dude, I'm I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, dude, I appreciate you and everything that you have done for me this year, um, and just being there uh, whenever I need you to. And this has just been a blessing to know you from from the day. I popped up at you at Resonance, and we started talking about the same type of shit. Um, yeah. It's, it's been a trip and one hell of a good one. Yeah, man, I feel the same way, and I, I forgive you. I, you know, I forgive you. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, man, I... Still I, working on you, you but. Your, your friendship is something I really cherish, and it's been so cool to uh, see your evolution over the last year and uh, get to also you know recognize that evolution in myself so to, to grow alongside you and uh, and and to commemorate that with a tattoo you know my first matching tattoo with somebody and it's a they turned out great I'm, I'm pumped with both of them um, it's gonna be you know and I 2021 is gonna be another journey it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna come with a lot of different stuff but I'm confident that we're both gonna come at it with our hearts open and uh, high
highest possible intention and hopefully a good sense of humor and a lot of supportive friends. Yes. And just an yes. excitement for the next chapter of our lives. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm extremely excited. You know what I'm not that excited about? Um, the fact that you don't use your windshield wipers nearly enough. It's, it's quite well, scary. The thing is, if I use, um, it, if I use it too much, then it, it starts making like a real loud squeaky noise, which kind of drives me crazy. So I'd, I'd it's rather, better than driving into a wall. I'm not going to drive into a wall. Okay. Dude, I, I, right, I I've, safer, I've been driving like this forever. Or, Remember my BMW that only worked, the windshield wipers only worked when it was, when it was dry? Out? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know how to drive yeah. in the middle of a monsoon, Chase. Okay, all right. Trust. Anyways, uh, back to us liking <laughs> each other. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, we said that there was going to be a little offering. And, uh, yeah, so we've got a little raffle. Like for a body part. What? Like an offering. An offering. We're, yeah, yeah, like you We're cut, offering yeah. Uh, a body. Yeah, Jason's, Yeah, if you cut Jason's off your hand and finger. send it to us. Oh, you, we're asking for an offering. Yes. Oh. Yeah. No? Is that? Oh. No, I'm, well. Oh, okay. No, no that's, we're, we're that's giving. a 2021 thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad, people. My bad. Love you guys for now. Uh, yeah, so we're offering a free hour of tattooing by what? me. Um, and here's the deal. It's going to be a raffle. And in order to qualify to have your name in the raffle for this free hour of tattooing, and that's something you can add on to an existing tattoo if it goes over, or if you want to just do one little tattoo, uh, we can definitely do that. Um, you need to share this podcast what is it yep uh yeah share share this podcast yep and tag on some form of social media whether it be facebook or instagram um or whatever other social media those are the ones that i use so yeah pretty much just those two um, so yeah share this podcast yep on one of those platforms and tag life's a trip podcast and at tall dave's tattoo so tag at Life's a Trip Podcast and Tall at Dave, yeah, at Tall Dave Tall Tattoos. tattoos. Yep. Now you do that, and not only that, but you must tag at least Ooh. five friends. Should we also have them follow? If they if they don't already follow Life's a Trip Podcast and Tall Dave Tattoos, follow. We really hope that they follow. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, it'd be pretty yeah. cool if you did. It's not you know. part of the qualification, but it'd be cool if you did. Um, That's where I put all my my uh, my work. So yeah, if you want to see more of my tattoo stuff, that's where you, you want to go, and that's where we make announcements for the, the podcast on Life's a Trip podcast. Um, yeah, so po- uh, ta- tag us. Yep. And tag five friends. That's it. Five friends. Tag two pages, and you literally get a free hour tattoo, or continue you, on to an existing one. If you win the raffle. If you win the raffle. <laughs> Now, just think you're getting free tattoos, you know. And I told Dave, I was like, oh, man, I am so down for that. You see the windshield wiper? Yeah. You see how loud that is? Listen. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) Whatever, Dave. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be the raffle. That's going to be, you know, the offering we're giving you. Um, What a better year. Better year? Better way to end the year. year It's a great way to end the year. Uh, With just the fart sound of a... Yeah, and uh, we'll... uh, 
we'll be putting the raffle out. We'll be doing the drawing for the raffle uh, Christmas Eve and make the announcement Christmas Day of who won the free hour of tattooing. Yeah, so if you're one of the people who actually listened to this entire podcast, you uh, have an opportunity here, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like a 50-50 um, chance. Of <laughs> we know we're going to have thousands and thousands of listeners, guys, so make sure you get on there quick because we will be counting all of the ballots on <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve. There will be no recount. Nope. Um, we know this is 2020, so that may be strange, but we will do no recount. Must have all ballots in by December 24th at midnight. So, so yeah, one more time, just because I feel like we're, we're uh, kind of all over the place with, with this. Share this podcast on some social media platform. Tag Life's a Trip Podcast and at Tall Dave, Ta- Tall Dave Tattoos and tag five friends, and that will qualify you for a, a, an hour of free tattooing. Okay, whoop, whoop. That's it. And yeah. just as we, you know, round this corner to finishing up this year's podcast, um, this is the only year that we've ever done this. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, I do want to express to anyone that has listened to any podcast in the past or listened to all the podcasts from the start to finish um, or even press play, said we're stupid and, and stopped. I want to thank you. Uh, this has really been something we, we dreamed about um, randomly uh, at Resonance. Uh, which is when we first met each other. Um, If you've listened to our podcast, you'll hear the story about that. But um, this has been really cool. And how cool is it to share this with you, Jake? Likewise, man. It's been a real real trip to, like, document our journey over the last year. And, I mean, there was a period of, like, five five months of silence. Yes. Uh, But, you know, even that, we we came back to it. And that's uh, sometimes when you fall off stuff, it's fine ready to pick it back up you do and i'm glad that we're finishing on a what feels like a strong note so the strongest the strongest of notes yeah and on that note mm. Mm. i yeah. want to say i love you guys and thank you so much 2020 and all of our uh if you want to call them fans yeah <laughs> fans yeah we're kind of trip, trippy fans yeah uh Teacher? yeah thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> love you guys love you Happy, happy new year and we'll see you on the other side. Mwah.